Athens was the black eyed, I guess it still is the black eyed peak capital of the world. And when I grew up there, of course, we were in segregated schools. And during the summer, the only work for kids like myself was hauling watermelons, hay, picking black-eyed peas, and things of that nature. And when I say to God be the glory, it's a long ways from Athens High School to being recognized as a legend in Waco, Texas, and a part of Baylor University. I have had the favor of God on my life, all of my life. I didn't always acknowledge that because I didn't always know it. But when I look back in retrospect, I can see the hand of God all over my life. Even when Carol Dawson, <clears throat> even when CD, CD came to Athens and snowed my mama and made her think that he was the first coming of Jesus Christ. <laughs> And, and Baylor was the only place that I could go to school. And, and in retrospect, it was God's providential care. And it was, it was meant for me to attend Baylor University. Even though it was during a time when there were not many blacks there. But I stayed close to the Baylor basketball team. Stayed close to Coach Menifee, Carol Dawson. And, and, and during those times, I think... The, 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 the race thing was more covert. They were, they were not as overt as they are today. You know, today, they don't mind looking you in the face and calling you a nigger. But in those days, they were more condescending. And they say things like, some of my best friends are like you, Tommy. Things of that nature. But things have changed. Things have changed. There's a long ways for us to go, but we have come a long ways. And I can tell you, represented by the crowd that we have here, you know, and I'm just overwhelmed that this many people thought enough of me and my family to come and share in this event. I tell you, God's favor is really something. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to try. Amen to that. So you, you went to, I understand you went to an all-black school in Athens until your senior year. That's right. I went to Fisher High School for the first 11 years. Well, I went to Bishop Heights Elementary School, then Fisher Junior and Fisher High School through the 11th grade. And then the city of Athens decided that they would do the integration all at once. Initially, they said, we're going to do it slowly. We'll start with the elementary and then we'll work it up. And then for some reason, they decided that they would integrate all of the students at one time. And, and, and it was somewhat trying my first year. When I went to Athens High School the first day, on the sidewalks, you know, they would have things like, niggas go home. You know, and I thought, well, I guess we are home. I've been here all my life. <laughs> but because I was an athlete, I participated in football and basketball, and things went quite well. Things went quite well. And my desire, my aspirations was to attend Henderson County Junior College in Athens. It was called Hickjick at the time. I've shared this with my church family many times. That was my aspiration because nobody in my family had ever attended college. So I wanted to try to go to Henderson County Junior College. Lo and behold, and I really wasn't such a good basketball player because when I played over at the black school, I was average. 
But when I got to play with these white boys, I became a superstar. <laughs> so, lo and behold, you know, instead of going to Henderson County Junior College, I was able to attend Baylor University. Not only Baylor University, but being the black, the first black scholarship athlete at Baylor University. Now, who but a great God can do that? I serve a terrific God. I serve a terrific God, and that's all I can tell you. Amen. Amen again to that. So uh, you, were, you had aspirations to go to Henderson County Junior College there, and then TCU knocks on your door and, in fact, sent a plane over to try to recruit you, right? That's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> Did you right. get on that plane? I did. That was the first time I ever got on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, uh, they sent an airplane down to pick me up for my visit to TCU in Fort Worth. Coach Dawson came down in a 65 Supersport Chevrolet. <laughs> but you can see I was, not, I was not persuaded because of the airplane. And, and, and I'll say this again. When I look back on my attendance at Baylor, when I think of the relationships that have been placed in my life through Baylor University, if I had to do it all over again, I'd do the same thing. Would not change a thing. There were some details in there I might change. You know, I, I went to church one Sunday while I was at Baylor, and lo and behold, I was in the Sunday school class with Jackie Salad. Mm. <laughs> now, there have been some times in my life I thought I might have changed that. <laughs> but since she has hung with me for these last 48 years, May 31st will be 48 years. Oh, nice. Congratulations. Congratulations. Jackie is older than me, so she was a cougar before cougar. <laughs> Wait a second. All right, you're here with us for about an hour. You got to go home and live with her, okay? So... You're right, Jackie. All right, all right. I, I take that back, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Coach Dawson was the assistant coach to Bill Menifee at that time. That's coach correct. Dawson comes over, finds your house, and uh, according to him, the story according to him is he recruited your mom, and she recruited you, or she told you you were going to Baylor. Is that the way pretty you much, remember it? Pretty much it. You know, I'm sure Dawson never shelled a pee in his life. But he sat on my mama's porch shelling purple hull peas and, and convinced her. I mean, she was absolutely convinced that the only place I could go was to Baylor University. And, and it's because of Coach Dawson. And, and in retrospect, that was the only place. It was the only place, John. No and, doubt about and you never, through the recruitment process, you never visited with Coach Menifee. It was all through CD. Never did. Never did. That's how I know that it had to be providential. I came to Baylor on a visit, was shown around the university one week by Randy Thompson, Stan Sluder, and uh, went through the whole nine yards and never ever met Coach Menifee. I made a commitment to Baylor University, signed the scholarship. We had to, you know, they, the Athens Daily Review came by and took the picture and put it in the paper. I show up here to the university, I enrolled in my classes, and after I had enrolled in my classes, 
I met my head basketball coach. <laughs> now, how dumb is that? How dumb is that? I made a commitment to play under this coach for four years, and I didn't meet him. So if you think Coach, coach Dawson is not quite the salesman, he is for sure. That's great faith in uh, Carol Dawson for sure. Well, it might seem like it was great faith in Carol Dawson, but again, you know, it was supposed to be, John. It was supposed to be. So you, this is the mid-60s, 1966. You right. come to Baylor in the 1960s, obviously, turbulent times, racial strife, or whatever term you want to use. And you're the first black scholarship athlete in Baylor University history. What was that like to drop in here in that position? Well, I wish I could sit here and tell you all that I had all kind of problems and issues. But if I did, I'd be lying to you. It was quite a pleasant experience for me. The only time that I was refused service in Waco, uh, I was out with Woody Rogers. Remember that, Woody? We went to a restaurant here in Waco. Woody invited me. I was, uh, I was pledging APO, one of the campus clubs. And Woody came and invited me to go eat supper with him. We got to this particular restaurant, and there were some other guys there that had a table. We walked in, and the lady met us. She had the menu. She said, no room, no room, no room. Of course, I'd heard that before, so I was not surprised. But Woody didn't understand, you know, because he'd never been refused service. So Woody said, we with those guys, and they were over there standing. Come on, we got seats for you. The lady said, you don't understand. We don't have any room. We're filled up. So by that time, I'm walking back to the door, and finally Woody, I'm riding with Woody. You know, Woody's got a GTO, and I'm walking, so... <laughs> we- we, we go back to the dorm, and, and I don't know if Woody ever realized what was going on, but that was one of the few times that I was ever refused service here in Waco. This was in 1968, I believe, because this is before Jack and I got married. But And the team, your teammates, were all very welcoming. I mean, that was a, that was a sanctuary for you, wasn't that it? That was my sanctuary. And, and I'm not so sure any of those guys had really played with black players before. Gatewood, Sibley. Croucher, you know, Gaywood from Oklahoma City, Croucher and David from Houston, and then there was a couple of walk-ons from Waco that was on the, on the freshman team. And, but everybody was very accommodating, and so I stayed close to them. And I, I really didn't have any problems at the university. Uh, and I was surprised that I was refused service because this was in 1966, 67, you know. This is America. We're progressive. But this is also 2017, and we still deal with some of those issues. But it is what it is, John. They passed you the ball. I mean, Gatewood never passed the ball, but everybody else passed you the ball, and everything was good. Well, Am I right about Gatewood? That's a whole different thing. That had nothing, that had nothing to do with black and white. <laughs> Gatewood didn't pass the ball to anybody. <laughs> But, but I was blessed to have teammates like Tom Stanton, Larry Gatewood. I mean, I never had any issues. Never, ever had any issues there with Baylor and my teammates.